As we age, we start to struggle with everyday tasks, like walking. A new study from Wake Forest University is looking into how improvisational dance could actually change this. Radio 101 youth reporter Sean Kowalik has more. I've been surrounded by art my entire life. My mom tells me that since I was one, I had a marker in my hand, scribbling on anything I could find. Throughout most of my school experience, I can remember having an art class of some kind, whether it be writing, drawing, or music. It was always my favorite part of the week when I could unwind and be myself. I have a strong connection to the arts, and it has helped give me a purpose in life and something to always come back to, which got me thinking about how others relate to art and what art means to them. And this is when I found Christina Hugenschmidt. She's an associate professor of gerontology and geriatric medicine at Wake Forest University. I was kicked out of ballet after the fifth grade when everybody else went on point because I wasn't good enough. They said my ankles were too weak. That's Hugenschmidt. And before we get to her, let me back up here a bit. First, I have to talk about Christina Soriano, associate provost for the arts and interdisciplinary programs at Wake Forest University. She wanted to figure out how her improvisational dancing classes affected the brains of older patients with beginning states of neurodegenerative diseases, such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Hugenschmidt was doing a different study on the effects of aerobic exercise, which we'll get to later. The two both received grants from the same organization and in turn were exposed to each other's works. What we did is we tried to design a study that would not just answer the question of what her specific art form does for the brain, but kind of a bigger question about how dance might help people. Here's what's really interesting about this study. When researchers look into movement in the elderly population, they often look at treadmills, weightlifting, or stationary bikes. And those aerobic exercises have been proven to have a positive effect on the patients. But Hugenschmidt and Soriano's study is different in the sense that they focus on improvisational dance. Meaning, being given an idea, like swimming out to an island, and expressing that with your body in any way you'd like. There's really no right or wrong, just go with the flow. I would say the most interesting changes that we've witnessed in our study participants is something that I just call movement confidence. We see this physically in people when they're coming out of class. That was Christina Soriano, and this is a big deal. According to the CDC, one in five falls causes a serious injury on the elderly, such as broken bones or head injuries. And the theory is that this improvisational movement could help with balance, mobility, and overall physical confidence. Here's Hugenschmidt again. One of the really interesting things to me is that during improvisation, important parts of your brain that we usually engage for things like schoolwork actually turn off. Hmm, maybe that's why I like art so much. It says a lot, I think, about the importance of turning things off sometimes, right? And engaging your brain in different ways. The results of this three-year-long study are due to come out later in 2021. And while we won't know until then exactly how much of an impact arts can have on people's brains, for these researchers, the answer is pretty clear. I see dance as a tool that can help us navigate through a busy world with grace, purpose, and drive. Part of the reason I really value the work that I've wound up doing with Christina is it really has made me think about art differently than how I was raised. I think I was raised with the idea that some people are good at art and some people aren't. So I really appreciate that having the interactions that I've had now with art and science as an adult has made me really see art as something that you can do as a practice in your own life. Something that you can do as a practice in your own life. I think that's my biggest takeaway from talking to Hugenschmidt and Soriano. How a simple thing like taking an imaginary swim 
could actually help you be healthier. And as Hugenschmidt said, improvisation lets certain parts of our brain shut off. This can apply to the improvisation of other art forms too. Since my dance skills have always been a little bit lacking, I think I'll stick to my strengths and continue with things like writing and drawing. It's nice to know that when I'm doodling on a straight piece of paper, I'm actually helping my brain. For 88.5 WFDD Radio 101, I'm Sean Kowalik. Radio 101 is made possible in part by a generous contribution from Woody Kleiner. The theme song for this story was composed by Alan Potorak. Additional music by Blue Dot Sessions.